Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Pearl Forte podcast. I've talked about the importance of normalizing sex in our feelings. The more we educate ourselves about sex, the more comfortable we become around the topic of sex. In this episode, I'd like to talk about pornography. I had an episode when I first started this podcast that talked about the negative side of pornography, and I would like to update the previous information with fresher content. This episode is inspired by something a client said to me a couple of months ago. It was something among the lines of, I don't watch porn or allow my husband to watch porn because it could become addictive. So here are a few things about pornography and addiction in under five minutes. The first thing is there is ethical porn and non-ethical porn. Ethical porn is when the actors know what the script is. Yani, there are no surprises. Actors are treated well. They're given food and water, and they are not sexually assaulted, and so on. I know that some listeners will think that if women are willing to get undressed in front of a camera and have sex with men, then they deserve to be assaulted. Sadly, many of these statements come from individuals that watch and enjoy porn. Anyway, ma'alena. If you are to watch porn, try to watch ethical porn. There are websites which provide ethical porn, such as Balesa. The second thing is using porn for educational purposes. Yes, you heard that right. Pornography can be used for educational purposes. It can help us with our creativity and inspire us inside the bedroom. It can help expand our sexual fantasies. It can help us understand that not everything we see is realistic. Remember, it is in the end an act by actors. It is a performance. Actors are hired to behave in a certain way. Pornography can increase our world of fantasy. However, it does become harmful if it is used as an only source or means of education and if individuals use what they see as a benchmark to what sex should be. The third thing I'd like to clarify is squirting or squirting in pornography. The squirting we see in pornography is not real. In one of my classes, our professor was talking about squirting in pornography. So apparently, directors pause the scene to actually have somebody pump so much water into a woman's vagina before the director quickly rushes back behind the camera while she, in quotes, squirts a huge amount of water. This may be true. It is one perspective to take into consideration. Now, while porn can enhance our libido, too much porn can desensitize us. We can get used to experiencing orgasm visually, that it takes away the joy and curiosity of exploring our pleasure points in our body. Last but not least, I want to talk about the difference between porn addiction and sex addiction. DSM-5, which is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, it's the handbook used by healthcare professionals around the world. It ruled out sexual addiction because they realize that the libido of an individual can't be measured. However, addiction to substance, including porn, does exist. But it takes more than watching porn a few times a week to be called a porn addict. In fact, if an individual chooses to watch porn every single day for their own pleasure, and it doesn't disrupt their work life, their social life, or their personal life, then that does not classify them to be porn addicts. Having said that, Addiction is a huge topic, and it doesn't fall under my specialty, but I am sharing my two cents about porn addiction and sex addiction only. So, what do we do with this information? 
I think it's up to us to decide if we want to watch porn or not. It's important for us to be open with our partners about it. And maybe invite them to watch it with us because it could create a sexual spark. I understand it might feel awkward for many individuals, especially in the beginning. But some individuals end up enjoying the experience, while others don't. And both are okay. Thank you for hanging out and see you next time.